Welcome to the uh, Hope College Athletics Orange and Blue podcast. My name is Alan Babbitt, Sports Information Director. Glad to be back with you this week with another interview with a Hope College uh, coach. Uh, and we're shifting a little bit after talking to our uh, all seven of our fall sport coaches, uh, shifting to the winter season now, even though sometimes it, well, it really is with practice. Uh, Jake Tabor, head coach for the Flying Dutch and Flying Dutch Swimming and Diving Programs. You start up. I think in the fall and then finish in the spring. So it's, it's a multi uh, seasonal sport, but uh, good to have you here uh, on the podcast, Jake. Thanks Alan. Great to be here. Looking forward to it. Uh, tell us a little bit. Uh, obviously this has been a unique semester from everyone to put it mildly um, for you guys. Um, your student athletes were impacted in the off season because they couldn't often get access to pools and that was either limited or not available for training um, and then uh, when you got here, you couldn't get in and use our pool yet. So you were training a little bit out, you know, outdoors at Bow's pool. And then obviously you've been practicing now at uh, Kresge Natatorium inside the Dow Center now. Just take me through what this, you know, experience has been like since way back in March when, you know, the NCAA championships got halted and, and then we, you know, fast forward to the day. Yeah, boy, it's, uh, you know, I'm sure as, as you've heard from other coaches, it's been a little bit of a whirlwind, but, uh, um, you know, March is really hard for us. Uh, we were really excited, had a handful of qualifiers getting ready and, you know, felt like uh, they were in a really good spot. And, you know, just a couple of days before we were supposed to hop on a flight down to Greensboro for the NCAA championships, we learned that, uh, um, you know, that meet had been canceled um, and it was tough, you know, and from there not to uh, be able to be you know, able to uh, return to campus and, um, you know, this, this team's a family and, you know, for the family to go every which direction and not know when we were going to get to see each other again, it was, you know, it was, it was very difficult. Um, we've got some great leadership and just some wonderful people in the program that I feel like in, in many ways, um, you know, did a great job of stepping up and, you know, and keeping everyone, you know, as connected as we could be from, you know, literally all over the globe. Um, you know, Jack Muller uh, went home to uh, to Australia. Um, James Mandeville was um, studying abroad in New Zealand, um, you know, and then scattered all over the, uh, you know, the country as well. Um, you know, the summer was a little bit different for everyone. Um, we had some people that uh, that had a, a, had access to, uh, you know, to a pool and a facility and, you know, did a fair amount of training and, and others yet where, you know, they weren't sure when, where, or how they were going to find a way to, uh, to get in a pool again. Um, you know, some of them were creative and, you know, found ponds and, you know, one of the great things about living where we do here, if you're local is, uh, you know, our setting here in Holland with, um, you know, with the big water here. Um, but, uh, I think the one thing that we knew is everybody was eager to get back and, and get back together. And, you know, while it's really been, you know, different, uh, across campus, I just, you know, I, couldn't be more grateful or, or proud to work anywhere else, you know, the way that, that Hope College and President Scogan and his vision, you know, to, uh, to be here and, and, you know, to, to provide this on-campus experience, you know, this fall is, has been great. Um, you know, as far as preseason goes, uh, boy, about as non-traditional as, you know, as it gets. <laughs> um, but the NCAA, you know, changed a couple things. And uh, one of them this year was, uh, um, you know, where our season is, is countable days as opposed to weeks. And, um, you know, we've got an outdoor pool right down the road, you know, at Bowes Pool there right next to, uh, you know, Ray and Sue, you know, Ray and Sue Smith Stadium there where the football team plays. And, 
it was August and, you know, we really felt like there was value in, in getting our group together. And, you know, I think we were probably the first team that, uh, you know, here at Hope that's ever been able to utilize that facility in season. And it, you know, as, as much as anything, it was, it was just getting the group together and seeing those smiling faces and, you know, trying to take a step forward, you know, maybe from more from a, you know, a dynamic and team chemistry standpoint than, uh, than anything. And, you know, really that, that day, that Saturday outside and, you know, in August was, was everything that it was supposed to be. And I felt like that got us off on the right, you know, the right foot and, you know, put us in a positive direction. So, um, you know, indoor facilities didn't open for a while yet. And, um, you know, when they did, uh, and we were able to get in the water and, um, you know, kind of, kind of start going, it was, it was a different start. Um, but it was a great start because I think, it provided a, just a little bit more normalcy than, um, you know, maybe some other aspects of, of life or campus had, you know, in the previous six or eight months. And we, uh, we've been building on that and, you know, we're excited about where we are and the group that we've got. And, you know, we're uh, counting each day as, as a blessing and, and trying to make the most of it. Obviously swimming is a sport that demands uh, a lot mentally of a, a student athlete. There's, you know, Two a day. There's morning sessions. There's afternoon sessions. It's uh, monotony. I mean, it's the same thing. You know, obviously, maybe depending on the stroke, some of the distances are different. But it's it can get very, you know, obviously very routine. And the best ones are able to kind of not get, uh, you know, uh, distracted by that. Just talk about how you guys try to help each other as a team you know, emotionally and focus wise and able to, to stay in the moment and, and maybe turn off all the uh, things that may be outside that could be really distractions even more so right now. Sure. Yeah. You know, I think in a lot of ways, you know, we're, uh, we're looking at some of the limitations that we have here as opportunities. Um, and, you know, I guess, for example, um, you know, the whole social distancing piece and what we can and can't do and how we can train and how many people can be on the water or on deck and what our protocols are here. Um, you know, we're starting people from different ends of the pool and spacing them out strategically. And, um, you know, but with that, we, you know, we're also running some extra workouts too. So, you know, instead of having, you know, a couple larger workouts, you know, every afternoon where, you know, we've looked at class schedules and, you know, found, you know, uh, windows where we can get, you know, a dozen or so in the water or more at a time, you know, in the morning. And, it's, it's different looks. It's more individual attention, um, you know, with, uh, with the coaches on staff, uh, with the number of people that are in the water. Um, and it's different practice times with different people. And, you know, in, in a setting, in a scenario where it's incredibly difficult to be able to find the opportunity to get our whole team together in the same place at the same time, um, you know, we're doing little things like assigning lanes based on, you know, alphabetical order based on middle name or last two digits of your cell phone number or just some random things like that to get, you know, some people outside the box a little bit and, um, you know, in a lane and in a lane space that, uh, you know, gets them, um, you know, interacting maybe with somebody that uh, that they otherwise wouldn't um, maybe as early in the season. And, you know, it's uh, it's starting to serve us pretty well. And, um, you know, we're, we're at a point in the year now where, um, you know, getting ready to register for next semester and you know the uh, home stretch of of the fall here is is before us academically and you know we're we're training at a pretty high level and you know trying to find and maintain the right balance um you know in terms of 
um, you know, promoting mental health as well as, um, you know, rest um, and staying on top of our, you know, our academics, um, you know, while balancing the athletic piece is, um, you know, served to be, um, you know, a little bit of a, of a challenge more this year than, than others, but, uh, but it's going well. And, and we've got a resilient group. And, you know, I think one of the things that, you know, we as coaches, um, you know, just need to make sure we're doing a great job of recognizing is, you know, one of the skill sets that, that, you know, we're here and, and tasked with as far as, um, you know, mentoring and, and, and leading these student athletes is, is perseverance. Um, and, you know, boy, this is uh this is a year, maybe more than any other where, you know, that's absolutely at the forefront of, you know, of, of where we are. And it's, uh, we're, we're doing the best we can with, with what we've got right now. Obviously uh, with uh, having two teams and uh, two pretty decent sized teams, you need some great help uh, coaching wise. Just talk about your assistant coaches and, and kind of how they've been able to, to help this program move forward as well and help you as a head coach. Yeah. You know, the, uh, the timing of, of this podcast is, is one that's great. If I'm really being honest in that regard, we, um, you know, have welcomed, um, you know, a couple of new coaches to staff, uh, just, uh, just recently. Um, but, uh, you know, I think for us, um, you know, having Dave Jolly here is just huge. Um, you know, you talk about a guy that, um, you know, ran the uh, Chelsea high school program from the late eighties up and, you know, up through the, uh, the 2018 season. Um, just, he gets it. You know, he did a phenomenal job in Chelsea. He's, uh, you know, he's been the heavy, he's written the workouts, he's had the stresses for it. Um, you know, the, uh, the way that we're able to come in and dialogue with one another, um, and, you know, really complement each other's skill sets, I think has been, you know, has been awesome. Um, you know, I think in some regards too, it's a really healthy thing, you know, like I do, Dave's got four, uh, four children, um, three daughters and a son. Uh, the only difference is he's got two out of college and two in college. So I think the whole relatability piece, you know, from a very different standpoint is, uh, you know, it is, has been really good, you know, for, uh, for the group that we've got on deck here, um, you know, because he's got kids going through the same thing right now. And, and that's just been really, really healthy. So um, we uh, welcome Matt Hedman to, uh, to staff here this week. Um, you know, Matt was, uh, you know, a part of a couple of national championship teams at Denison, individually national runner up a couple of times, um, has been coaching club as well as a uh, high school um, in Anoka, uh, Minnesota, there outside the Twin Cities near Edina. Um, I think he's got a really nice swimming mind. Um, just seems like a, you know, very genuine young man that's got a bright future in the sport here and is excited to be, you know, on deck here with us at Hope. Um, and then Danielle Freeman has uh, has recently started. So, um, you know, a couple of people in West Michigan might remember her name. She was individual state champ in the 50 and the 100 free at Hudsonville a handful of years back before, you know, signing to uh, swim and play softball at, uh, um, at Evansville. And um, she's been on deck with us for a couple of weeks now. Um, and, you know, there's nice fire and intensity and accountability. Um, and that whole relatability piece, just the same. So it's, uh, um, I think that's been wonderful for the swimmers. Um, you know, the divers are in a little bit of a unique situation. Um, you know, Becca Garza has done just a fantastic job out in the diving well. Um, you know, I think as evidenced by, you know, taking first year diver Cam Wilcox as a freshman and turning him into MIAA MVP as a sophomore, um, you know, was uh, was pretty darn impressive. But uh, um, Becca and her husband, Greg, welcomed, um, you know, Grace and a little boy into their family just a few weeks ago. So um, we've been uh, fortunate to uh, 
welcome a familiar face back to the pool deck and Ariel Tolzma, who's uh, who's helping us out here. Um, you know, while uh, while Becca is is on maternity leave there, and you know, the dynamic out in the diving well is has just been great. Um, they seem to be doing you know just a wonderful job. It's been fun to go out and check in out there every afternoon while they're diving, and you know, just kind of hear a little bit of uh, you know the uh, the stories from the other side. And um, uh, you know, regardless, it's we've got a great staff and, you know, that's one, one of the, one of the areas that we are, are just very, very fortunate. And, um, uh, you know, we're, we feel like that's going to create opportunity for us. Uh, tell us a little bit more about each of the teams, the men's and the women's and kind of, obviously we're waiting to see when you're, you know, going to be able to compete, hopefully fingers crossed, whatever it is we can have for all the good, good thoughts uh, going toward that. Uh, tell us about each of these teams and, and what are you, uh, what, what are you seeing in the pool right now? Yeah, we're, uh, we're excited. You know, we really are. We um, have been pretty intentional, you know, out on, on the recruiting front, these, uh, these last couple of cycles. And yeah, I think we're really going to see a lot of that payoff for us this year. You know, if we have the opportunity to, uh, you know, to go out and, and compete the way that we expect to, um, you know, talented teams that really are pretty balanced, you know, as, uh, you know, as coach Jolly and I have talked in the off season and, you know, through the early season here, um, you know, I felt like every day, you know, we would come off the pool deck and just kind of, you know, chat about the workout and, you know, say something to the effect of, man, we're, we're doing some pretty good things right now. And, you know, it, uh, it, it builds on it. And, you know, I think one of the, the nice things here is, you know, we've got effective leadership. We're a young team. We're a very, very young team. When you look at, you know, the the breakdown from, you know, one class to the next, we are, you know, very freshman and sophomore heavy, um, you know, but you look at somebody like Emma Schaefer, who's just been there, you know, qualified for the NCAA championships as a freshman, um, you know, MIAA league MVP and three event champ as a junior, um, you know, she is, uh, you know, somebody that goes out and, and sets that tone every day and the men, the women, you know, they see that, they follow that. Um, um, you know, I think, uh, you know, right along with that, um, it's been exciting to watch some of these freshmen kind of come into their own a little bit and practice as well. And, um, you know, it, it's a scenario in an environment where the people are around you want to see you succeed. And, um, you know, and, and I think they recognize that the more that that, that is happening um, for the people that are in the pool around you, um, the easier it is for you to elevate your game from a training standpoint. And, you know, when we're seeing that, um, you know, right out of the gate, you know, a freshman on the women's side, you know, Maddie O'Donnell, um, you know, has come in and, you know, just uh, just elevated the uh, the training here. Um, you know, she's from Stevenson High School, you know, in, in Lincolnshire, Illinois, and she's going to do a number of good things for us. You know, we're, we're certainly excited about that. But, you know, the uh, the trickle down effect um, and, and really across the board has been, um, you know, a, a really, really healthy thing for us. You know, I think on on the other side of that, too, you know, you look at some of the sophomores and um, and it's been nice because they absolutely don't feel like freshmen anymore and they understand the program and they understand what we need to do and they're finding their voices a little bit more. And um, it's been, it's been a really, really good fall for us, you know, in terms of where this young team is, but um, in, in regards to where we feel like we're able to go. What is the biggest difference for a, for a high school swimmer coming to college? What, what is, what is the thing that they have to master to, to realize their full potential? 
you know, I don't mean to cop out and say time management, but, uh, but really I think time management, um, you know, that's, that's the skill set that creates opportunity for everything in life. Um, but, you know, when you're going to hop in the pool and be a part of, you know, an NCAA, um, you know, varsity sport at the NCAA level, um, especially one that has a time commitment like swimming with, you know, a lot of times morning practices and, you know, um, you know, back in the water every afternoon, just the same for you to recognize the real reason that you're here and excel in the classroom um, and also be committed uh, you know, be the committed athlete that, uh, that, that we expect you to be, it's that time management skill set. You know, it, it absolutely is. Um, and, uh, you know, we by and large have a group that gets it, so to speak, you know, we'll talk about bigger picture items pretty frequently. Um, you know, and those being faith, family, and academics, um, you know, there are things that flat out have to come before sport and, and they do, you know, what, what we need to be really good at is planning ahead and, and recognizing that um, and not allowing those things to interfere, interfere with what we're doing, you know, on the water anymore than they have to. Um, I think the, uh, the swimming specific answer to your question, you know, especially for a high school only swimmer, um, you know, that, that maybe doesn't have a ton of club experiences. The season's a little bit longer, you know, it's about a high school season and a half, um, you know, in the event range and combination is, uh, you know, is a little bit different as well, but um yeah. I know your experience as a student athlete here at Hope, you talked earlier about, you know, the faith, family and academics. Uh, you've obviously lived that here um, and, uh, you know, swimming for the Hall of Fame coach, John Patnot, who had, you had a chance to work with as well as your first year here when you two were co-head coaches. And then you met your wife, Kelly, here. Uh, Kelly, an outstanding uh, student athlete in her own right. And now you're now all these years later, you guys got a family of four. Just take me through your your hope experience, what it's meant to you, how it's shaped you um, now as a father and a dad and a a coach. Yeah, I tell you what, it's uh, I'm I'm all smiles thinking back and, you know, on those things. You know, Alan, I I know what the student athlete experience at Hope can be and you know, I, I lived it. I lived it for four years. And, you know, as as Kelly and I talked about her student athlete experience on the softball team, um, you know, and compared notes to mine here in this program, we both felt the same way. You know, it's an absolute transformational experience. It, it it changed our lives and for the better. And, you know, I I will joke and, and tell, you know, people on the team that if, you know, when when you graduate, if your experience here was, was half as good as what mine was, you know, making the decision to come to hope and swim here was an absolute no brainer and the best decision you could have made. Um, but, you know, truthfully knowing what the experience can be, um, you know, makes it that much more exciting to make, you know, to, to be intentional, to try and provide that for each and every student athlete that, uh, yeah, that we have the chance to work with. But, uh, um, you know, for us, it was really exciting to be able to come back, you know, to be here and, you know, and to be home. Um, you know, we moved back with a five, three and one year old, um, you know, a year later, we uh, welcomed the anchor to our family relay, um, you know, to the family. Um, and, uh, you know, our, uh, you know, so at this point, uh, we've got, well, our, our oldest turned eight earlier this week, um, you know, and then we're five, three and, and one. So, you know, life is busy. Life is awesome. But uh, we have, um, you know, really tried to, to show our kids and our family what the hope experience can be. Um, 
you know, before COVID hit, we were that we were that family where our Sunday family dinners were at the dining hall. You know, we, you know, which is great. You know, you could come in and have a meal that was already prepared for you, and not have to cook for six. But, uh, um, but we had a ball with it. You know, we'd come up and, you know, sit on the side of the dining hall where the, you know, where the team usually sat. And, um, you know, the team's great with our family. Uh, there's just good people here. I tell you what. And, but, you know, we wanted to make sure that our children were having positive associations with what Hope College was, and, you know, where Dad worked, and. Um, you know, we're, we're really excited to be able to do things like that again here very soon. So I have to ask, how did, how and you and Kelly meet then? So Kelly and I met, she, uh, the year after we graduated, I was working in the admissions office and she had just finished teaching back in her hometown. And, um, she had taken a position as a, um, full-time, um, assistant softball coach at a school, um, at a college in, in Pennsylvania. But for the summer, she was a sports school instructor, um, you know, here in Holland and was subletting a room across from, uh, from my house. And one of the guys that, uh, that I knew really well from college that, uh, that I was living with Phil Morse, um, was a former Pete Schmidt award winner for the, uh, the football team. Um, and Kelly were friends and, you know, throughout college and, um, you know, the, uh, it, it was great. Um, you know, I joke, uh, you know, I had a puppy in a Jeep and she didn't stand a chance, but, uh, um, <laughs> yeah, it was, yeah, I honestly, I need to, I need to credit, uh, you know, Phil Morse for that. Funny how that, uh, funny how that stuff works. And now you guys, uh, now you guys are parents and, uh, two kids swimming. What's that like being a swimming dad? Cause I mean, you know, obviously the coaching lens, you know, the athlete lens, is it, easier harder as a as a dad of swimmers or um how do you how do you manage uh, that because that's uh, that's another hat to throw on or another cap i guess swim cap would be right. a better analogy um i don't know yet um you know logistically with with four young kids that's uh, that's interesting but um you know our kids are really only swimming a couple of meets but they joined west ottawa swim club last winter and you know, the, uh, the first meet that they had, um, you know, it was, it was comical. Kelly said, you know, Jake, you're always down on deck. Um, you know, why don't you go early and, and grab a spot for us? And, you know, and I'll bring, you know, I'll bring the baby later. So I'm thinking, okay, you know, I'll, you know, I'll sweat up in the stands a little bit, but, you know, I got there and, um, two guys that I graduated with, um, you know, one's a nurse and ethicist in town and another's assistant superintendent. And they both had kids swimming with, uh, with West Ottawa Swim Club as well. Um, you know, so we walked in, you know, together and lo and behold, you know, not 10, 15 minutes later, um, you know, captain from my sophomore year, Gary Albrecht walks in and right behind him is captain from my junior year, Brian Slaw, and then captain from my freshman year, you know, Chris Detells. And, you know, so like we had the Zealand crew that's, you know, still pretty local and what have you. So, uh, you know, Kelly rolls in, I don't know, 15, 20 minutes before the meet starts. And uh, she looks up in the stands and it's this huge group of, you know, guys that all swam together in college. And it was just kind of one of those, <laughs> you know, like figures type of thing. But uh, yeah. Um, you know, the whole parent piece are, we just want our kids to love it. And, um, you know, at, uh, at, at seven and five last winter, um, you know, it, it gave them, you know, something to be a part of and, um, something to be excited about. Um, you know, I think my, uh, my son might've been more excited about, you know, Gatorade and some snacks in his backpack than yeah, uh, that's... the 25 backstroke he was going to swim, but, um, but they're having fun with it. And, and for me right now, um, you know, I couldn't ask for more as a dad. 
did you get in the pool yourself when you were young? Is that where your, your love of swimming began or, or how did that get started in a ball? Um, you know, I think I was in third grade when I began swimming competitively. Um, you know, but I played three sports through, through high school and I, you know, admittedly, I'm, you know, a little tired today. Game six of the world series was last night. I could not watch <laughs> it. So, um, you know, I love baseball, so it's, uh, uh, yeah, it's been, it's been good fun, but no, I, I hopped in the water and, um, and, and really enjoyed it. You know, it was just one of those things that to me was, you know, was gratifying and competitive. Um, and I think I liked the fact that I could compete against myself when there wasn't somebody next to me, you know, that, that I knew that I needed to compete with, you know, it was just kind of a win-win, like you had your meet settings, um, you know, and it was twofold, you know, you could race the guy next to you, but you know, if there wasn't a race next to you, you're always racing and competing against yourself and, you know, trying to find ways to perfect your opportunities as well. Well, good. Well, thanks for uh, joining us, uh, Jake. It's been fun to chat with you and, uh, on the orange and blue uh, podcast and learn a little bit more about the flying Dutch and flying Dutchman in the pool. Good luck. We're getting closer, almost, uh, I think four weeks out uh, before the end of the semester, which has obviously been a big goal and appreciate you and your team's efforts to get us there. That's an exciting thing we want to have. And hopefully you're going to see you in the pool uh, competing very soon. Yep. That's the plan, Alan. We're uh, trying to put a couple things in place with, uh, with the group that we've got here now and, you know, get up and going and, um, yeah, I think we're gonna have some pretty competitive inner squads, which will be exciting, but, uh, you know, great to see you. Appreciate the, uh, the conversation and I uh, look forward to connecting again soon. Sounds great. Thanks, Jake.